Hello, welcome to Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. I just thank you for tuning in on this wonderful day, whatever day it is for you. It could be Sunday, today's Sunday, or it could be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. Either day, I am glad that you are here and that you have decided to tune in to listen. For those who are watching me on video, I welcome you. Those who are listening to me on audio only, only I welcome you as well. I thank you for those who tuned in last Sunday for the sermon rising up, which was kind of like a debut for the video and whatnot, working out the kings. As you can see, things are a little bit brighter, backgrounds even better, and a little bit more warm and welcoming. But also, I just want to thank you all for tuning in. So therefore, this service is going to be a great service. It's uh, coming from Second Peter. It's going to be great. It's called The Chosen Ones. Can't wait to share this message with you. So therefore, let's get into it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be phenomenal. And yes, due to the fact that we're also on safehavenpodcast.org, I am so glad that those who... Uh, do listen to the podcast on my web set on my webpage. That's awesome. That's a great way to be able to be in contact with us. You can do a lot of things. You can look at this video. You can listen to other podcasts um, that were done in the past, and also you can leave reviews. You can also follow me on uh, through the links on every uh, social media platform that is out there. That's also great. Uh, it'd be great to, even for ministers that want me to uh, speak in their uh, respective congregations. You can go on the page as well to um, reach out to me, and um, we can uh, get talking on that. Um, once again, the the web page is www.safehavenpodcast.org. Can't wait to hear from every one one of you, if possible. But in the meantime, let's get into the service. It's scripture time here at Safe Haven. If you have your Bibles ready, you have your Bible apps ready. Uh, we're going to be coming from First Peter. I want to correct myself from earlier, but coming from First Peter chapter two. I'm going to be reading verses nine and ten. Once again, First Peter chapter two, verses nine to ten. I'm going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version. It reads as follows: But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people, in order that you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. <clears throat> Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. It's prayer time here at Safe Haven. I'm praying for everyone right now that needs prayer. If you're going through a job struggle, financial struggle, life struggle, relationship struggle, health struggles, whatever the struggles are, if you take it to the Lord in prayer, I can, I can guarantee you this much. God is going to see you through. Now, it may not be to the fruition that you want at the time that you want, but guess what? God is going to see you through. As long as you take it to God in prayer, because he already knows your heart, but he's waiting to hear from you so he can bless you accordingly. I uh, just want to lift up everyone right now that I know that's going through things. 
Um, I'm not going to say names today, but I'm going to say this for those who know that they know that they know. God has got you. He's got your corner. He's in your corner. He's got your back. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to come right now and first say thank you. We want to thank you for waking us up today and sending us on our merry way, O Heavenly Father. We thank you for the clothes on our back, the food on our table, and whatnot, O Heavenly Father. Some of us right now are going through a struggle. We're going through job struggles right now, Heavenly Father, for they believe they were in the right place, but the but you, but the devil removed them, or you removed them yourself, O Heavenly Father, because you have a bigger mission for them in store, O Heavenly Father. Maybe this was a lesson for them to, to grow from, O Heavenly Father. We don't know the entire story. We don't know the entire scope of the situation, but we know that you are in charge, O Heavenly Father, for you are not going to leave us nor forsake us, O Heavenly Father. So we believe in you right now. We want to pray right now for anyone going through a relationship struggle, Heavenly Father. If they're going through a divorce, a separation, or they're going through an isolation, they, they don't know what to do, know where to go, know who, don't know who to turn to. But right now, Heavenly Father, they've decided to turn to you. So they're putting the trust in you, oh Heavenly Father. They're putting all their chips in your pocket, oh Heavenly Father. So therefore, we are praying that you just continue to lift them. Keep them girded up, oh Heavenly Father. Keep them encouraged because right now this is a it's a troubling time, oh Heavenly Father. It's hard to stay encouraged. But we are grateful for you, oh Heavenly Father. Right now we want to pray for every church door that is open in your name. Every pastor that's got to get into the pulpit this morning or any morning, oh Heavenly Father, to bless the people with your word, oh Heavenly Father. We want to pray for every podcast preacher, oh Heavenly Father, that's out here on the the streaming waves right now, Heavenly Father. Those who do video podcasts or audio podcasts or like this one, do both, oh Heavenly Father. We pray that you just bless them in their ministry, oh Heavenly Father. But we're not we're not selfish, oh Heavenly Father. Heck, we're practically almost selfless, oh Heavenly, selfless, oh Heavenly Father. But if we have to have a selfish moment, we want to pray right now for Safe Haven Podcast and praying for this preacher, oh Heavenly Father. Continue to use me, oh Heavenly Father, to be able to do what you have called me to do, oh Heavenly Father. Right now, we want to pray for every listener that is under the sound of my voice and that can see me throughout the entire waves uh, from here to the other side of the world, Heavenly Father. Right now, we just want to say thank you. Continue to lift us all up. Continue to guide us. Give us the wisdom that we need to succeed, oh, Heavenly Father. We pray this prayer in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. It's message time here at Safe Haven. and pray that once again you have your swords ready. We're going to be coming once again. From 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 through 10. Once again, that's 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 through 10. It's in the New Testament, almost near the end of the New Testament, so therefore it's not too hard to locate. I'm going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version once again. It reads as follows. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood. A holy nation, God's own people, in order that you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. For the next few moments that we have together, I ask that you pray with me on the topic, Chosen Ones. Chosen Ones. 
Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just come and say thank you. We want to thank you for this word in advance. We want to thank you for the message right now, O oh Lord. Use me in a way that you see fit. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my most blessed Redeemer. In your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hmm. See, these days, it's really hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. When we are faced with so much adversity and other hardships that are designed to destroy us. I've been through it, and I can imagine that you have as well, have been through it as well. You, you're depressed because something didn't turn out the way it was advertised or because someone broke your heart so badly that you're certain that no one is worthy of being loved by you. So you commit what I call emotional suicide, meaning that you become cyborg-like with your feelings. Imagine, imagine how it must have felt for the first-generation Christians to be going through these things but didn't have a Bible app to open up to on their phone that wasn't even invented yet. Yet you have to imagine how they could get through their lives without a TikTok or an Instagram or Facebook to lean on. See, to fully understand today's scripture, you're going to have to read this chapter in its entirety. For our focus today is solely going to be contained in within the two verses presented to us. See, Peter comes right out the door with what we need to hear after going through a week that started off promising but ended up a little bit on the disappointing side. It ended up a little devastating at that. He lets us know that we, we as a people, come from royalty with God as the sole reason our bloodline is flowing. Why is strong and flowing? Mm. See, if you're struggling with your self-esteem, look no further. In verse 9, where it says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people, in order that you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen, somebody. See, this is for the chosen people who have been mistreated, by the very people who are afraid to admit that they are afraid of changes in society. See, this is for those who are, who are being ostracized for being unique in many ways that would surprise you and me. Just because we have different preferences, it shouldn't mean that we aren't chosen for greatness. Amen? It should have you ready to embrace the excellence God has in store for you versus running from your purpose. <laughs> this leads me to the first point of today's message. God's in your corner. Why aren't you? I'll say it again for my note takers. God's in your corner. Why aren't you? See, verse 9b says, You may proclaim the mighty acts 
of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Are you proclaiming that news or are you still working on it? If you're still working on it, what's wrong with it? If you're stumped, it's because you don't want to go to the next level. My, my, my. See, you don't want to be chosen for your assignment. Mm. You want to sit back and watch someone else struggle to do what you can do with ease. I might not get an amen there with that statement, but I heard a few rocks agree with me. I heard, I just heard it a few seconds ago. See, you want to blame the man for everything, but you don't want to blame yourself for anything. See, I was sitting in a class the other day feeling like I didn't belong there. Really, I did. I, I, I was close to believing that I could jump ship. Then a classmate mentioned that we should all pray. And I did a silent prayer that reminded me that God's in my corner. So I needed to find my way back to my corner. See, I was so focused on trying to escape without giving it a chance. Could you be going through something like that right now? Look into your mental Rolodex and tell me what you'll find out about yourself. See, God woke you up this morning and moved mountains from instructing you on your way to greatness. Amen? How do you know that, man? Oh, I'm glad you asked me. <laughs> Because you're seeing me, what you're seeing me right now was a plan B that felt like a plan never. See, the feeling came from a mountain propped up in front of me to make sure I didn't succeed in my next steps in my ministry. But God, someone out there say, but God. He saw that I was resting in the wrong corner, listening to the wrong people telling me the wrong things at the wrong time. You see, he rescued me from the wrong situation and brought me back to the right side of life. Amen. That's, that's a word for somebody right now. I could feel that. I could sense that one. See, this may be your chance to have a testimony. See, I'm not the only one he saved from a mountain obstruction. Amen, someone. See, this leads me to the second point in today's message. Don't define yourself by today's society's standards. I'll say that again. Don't define yourself by society's standards. See, verse 10a says, Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. That was your opportunity to give God the praise right then and there. See, you were elevated to greatness by God. So why are you rolling, rolling with people who wish that they were you? See, those people don't want to see you reach your potential and succeed. They want you to fail so they won't be forced into fulfilling their potential. Mm, see, this that part reminded me of an old movie uh, called Goodwill Hunting, where Will Hunting, played by Matt Damon, was a mathematical genius who was a dropout 
who was slowly letting his potential get away from him just so he could stay around his less than intelligent friends, intellectually intelligent friends. So just when it seemed hopeless for Will, after he chased his girlfriend away, almost fractured his relationship with the psychiatrist uh, who was played by Robert Williams in the process, he was approached by his best friend, Chucky, who was played by Ben Affleck. Chucky told Will that many people like himself wish that they had had a chance to fulfill the potential that Will had. He also told him that Will was destined for a level of greatness few could ever achieve, and he should just follow his heart to reclaim what he should have never thrown away or tried to throw away. What was that, you say? Well, you have to watch the movie for that answer because I'm not going to give you a spoiler. But I know what the true answer is for you and me. Our potential. Amen? Amen. See, when you're walking in your potential, the rough days aren't as rough as it used to be. When you're talking in your potential, it's a new day. Yes, it is. You won't be walking with your head down, stuck on a phone, while life continues to pass you by. You are God's people, and you must remember that fact with each moment that you're blessed with from this point on. See, this leads me to the third and final point of today's message. If you're called to be more, follow the call. I'll say it again for my note takers. I know that I've got a lot of note takers. If you're called to be more, follow the call. Verse 10b says, once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Before you had been called to do anything, what was your life like? Was it so exciting that you were considered the life of the party? Or was it rough and filled with adversity and violence around every corner? Some people don't like the church because they believe that the money, that their money is being used to buy the pastor a new car, a new house, and some nice, some nice good clothes to wear. For some pastors, that's an unfortunate truth. It is. But there are sincere ones out there, and for the sincere ones, it's a burden on them trying to explain to the jaded congregation that he or she is not like that. God help us all. You want to know why some haven't received any mercy, though? It's because many people didn't show any when they were in power. They just continued to spew out loud noises about blah, 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 when everyone, like myself, probably would have on noise-canceling headphones. Amen? They chose not to listen to the rhetoric that some of us are only good for gang-banging in jail time. Say, I'm going to talk with the ones that receive mercy. That's right. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? I'll say it again. What are you waiting for? You're in the prime position to be more and do more like never before. See, God's given you an assignment to do, but you are scared of not Making a difference. 
Let me fill you in on something. The call God's given you was designed by God for you to contribute to this race. What he gave you, he didn't give me. And what he gave me, he didn't give you. So therefore, I'm making a difference. I'm praying that you're making a difference too, whatever it may be. But remember, remember that part. I'll say it again. The call God's given you was designed by God for you to be a, contribute to this race, to be a blessing from you to someone who needs to hear it from you. Amen? It's supposed to make a difference no matter what the weather is. See, God's telling us that we have been granted mercy through his son, Jesus. Some people have been so stuck on stupid that they have become a smart, stupid person. <laughs> it doesn't mean that they lack intelligence. No, 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 no. It just means that they are smart enough to pretend that they aren't as stupid as they actually are. Wow. Wow. That, that, that just blew my mind. I don't know about you, but it blew my mind. Mm. It, it just, it, it doesn't mean a lot of things. It means something. Ooh, ooh that, that blew my mind. It still blew my mind. I'm sorry. But when you are the chosen one, you're going to be faced with challenges left and right from here, right from here on and now, here and now. It's just a fact of life. It's going to happen. You're going to, Challenges are going to always come. No rest for the weary. And definitely not miller time for the rest of y'all. Amen? See, the apostles didn't rest after Jesus' Jesus's ascension to heaven. They went to work. And guess what? Here we are today. <laughs> Here we are today still talking about Jesus. Amen? See, it could... It could be something about that name. It's got to be something about that name. The sweetest name that I ever know. Mm. Hallelujah and amen. Remember. Remember this, beloved. If you don't remember anything else from this message today, remember this. God's in your corner. Where are you? Also know that God, that, that you are God's people. And no one else's, meaning no one else's, and no one else's person. You're a God's person. Meaning that you shouldn't define yourself by today's standards. Not saying you're above it. You got to respect it. But it doesn't mean you're above it. You just, you're just on a different plane. That's it. Respect the standards, but don't be a fool and act like you're above the standards. Amen? Wanted to get that out there right then and there. Because I know a lot of people will take that and say, Oh, Reverend told me I could go out here and I could ignore all the standards out here in the world. Nah. No. You respect the standards, but re realize that your code is a little bit different. When you're one of God's people, you have to be different. Be the unique person that God has called you to be. Remember that. Last, but definitely not least, if you're called to be more, Follow the call. For it will be the best move for you. And I can tell you this. And I'm done for the day. I'm going to just say it like a T.I. is. God has called you for something great. Go for it. Do it. Be it. Because guess what? This is our time. You are the chosen one. 
I was called for a purpose a long time ago. I never thought I would be able to fulfill my purpose. I kept getting, I kept listening to the wrong people to uh, steer me in the wrong direction. But guess what? After a while, I started listening. I stopped listening. I tuned them out. And I started listening to God. And half the people that tuned me in the wrong, steered me in the wrong direction, guess what? They're looking at me now because they're seeing me do something that they are still dreaming or wondering about. How can I do this? I have told many media ministries in the past of what I could do for them. But guess what? And they, they shut me down. But guess what? God is still using me to do things in a, in a greater fashion than I could even imagine. I've got people coming to me now telling me how I can do this and I can do that. That's great. I love it. I can invest in it, and I will eventually. But right now, I'm not worried about all that. I'm just worried about getting the word out to the people. And you are the people. You are God's people. That's who I'm trying to reach right now. I'm even trying to reach other people that ain't, don't even realize that they're God's people right now. So today, it's, it's, it's a new day. Yes, it is. And guess what? God has called us to be more and to do more. Are you ready? Because guess what? God's got a message for you right now. And he wanted me to tell you this. This one just came a direct line. He wanted me to tell you this. You've been called for something great. I may not know what it is, but you do. You know what's on your heart. You know what he put on your heart. And he also knows that you took some time out. You took some time out because you didn't, know, you didn't want to follow it. You didn't want to do it because you thought you were going to lose your friends. You are going to lose your family. You are going to lose your job. You are going to lose part of your life. You are going to lose the thing that you like to do most. But guess what? God is going to give it all back if you just give something to him. Give something to him. He's giving you everything. He's giving you, he's giving us your, his son. He put his son on the cross. He didn't have to do that, but he did it for us. If he could sacrifice his, sacrifice his son, what can you sacrifice for him? Abraham almost sacrificed his, his son too. God called us to do, be greater. He called us to do better. We have to change the way this world is operating these days. It's sad when we have to turn on the news, and it's depending on whatever town you live in, be it Chicago, Dallas, Atlanta, wherever, and you have to see violence going on in the streets. I don't like the fact that a place that I used to consider a haven, downtown, a haven, is being ransacked by violence. I don't like the fact that I can't go to the city without being scared of something happening to me or something happened to my family members or whatever. It's bad enough that I've had to go through that in the past couple of years. I don't talk about it a lot, but I went through a lot. But God still said, you are chosen. He said this personally to me. He said, Brian, you are chosen to be more. You are chosen to do more. Do not worry about the things that you are not supposed to worry about. You do you. You make sure people are aware that I am still here. I am still God. I am still on the throne. All that anyone has to do is bow down and pray. That's all you have to do. You continue to live your life, but live it accordingly. Don't live it foolishly. Now is not the time. You're called to do more. Called to be more. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just thank you for this message and the messenger. Oh Lord, we pray that this message is applied in our lives. 
in a way that you see fit, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you for the moment. We thank you for this. We pray that this message gets out to everyone that needs to hear it, oh Heavenly Father. We pray this prayer in your son, Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome back to Safe Haven Podcast, everyone. I am Reverend Brian C. Pews. We want to thank you for listening to today's message. We want to also remind everyone to also tune in to www.safehavenpodcast.org. You can listen to this podcast and many other episodes that have come previous. If you subscribe, uh, tune into the webpage, you can also subscribe for updates on new uh, episodes coming out. In the meantime, I want to just thank everyone who tuned in last week, tuned in this week, and prayerfully those who will tune in the weeks beyond that. I want to encourage everyone to do one thing that is special. Send If you have Messenger, text messaging, Snapchat, whatever, I pray that you send out random encouraging messages to those that are on your heart. It, whether or not you talk to them on a the regular or not, it's irrelevant. I'm just encouraging you to send out a re- random message of encouragement. That would be a great thing because you want to know what? That's kind of like an act of random kindness kind of a thing when you think about it. In the meantime, I want to thank you for tuning in once again. Grateful, prayerfully, we'll see each other next week with another great word coming from up on high. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this wonderful service. We pray that you, as we go out, you dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence, O Heavenly Father, wherever this place may be, for them, for the listener, O Heavenly Father. We want to pray that you continue to guide us, lead us through this week, so we can see the next week, O Heavenly Father, and see what you have in store for us. We pray that you continue to keep us strength, strengthened, encouraged, and ready to do service for you. In your son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. See you next week.